Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, a podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. We are back for part two of Finding Your Passion on Monday. We talked about what drives you, motivates you, and gives you that passion. Today, we are going to chat about how to find your passion if you've never explored this idea before. Yes, sir, Jason. We talked a lot on Monday about passion and success and where you find it. And so hopefully you'll find today's episode to be a little bit of a a how-to. But before we get into that, you know, I think I just want to hit back on this, this passion and success sort of thing. We've said this on other episodes. Does passion fuel success or does success fuel passion? To me, I I think passion and success fuel each other in a sort of a virtuous cycle. When you're passionate about something, you're more likely to put in the time and effort required to achieve the success. And the success, in turn, increases your confidence and drive to pursue your passion even further. And on the other hand, when you experience success in an area, it fosters that deeper sense of passion and purpose. And that just leads you to strive for great achievements in, in whatever it is that you're doing. Excellent information there. And I kind of want to just add something real quick, more of a definition type thing here, Kevin. And let's say it like this. Passion is about emotions, the motivation and what makes us feel good, right? Do what you love. Purpose. And I mentioned purpose on Monday, and I don't want to discard that because we can certainly go there again today, but purpose is the reason or the why behind what we do. Primarily, you know, what do we contribute? So where passion can be all over the place, purpose is really kind of more focused in on a particular thing. So if you're someone who's trying to figure out how to find your passion. Kevin just mentioned maybe a how-to episode, and that's really kind of what our practical applications are all about. There's a couple of things you can think about here. And if you don't know exactly what makes you happy, motivates you, makes you get up early in the morning before the family gets up, start thinking about these things, right? Let's throw a buffet on the table, man, right? You like restaurants, Kev? Oh, you know it. Buffets? A little too much. Yes. Okay. So I'm a I'm a buffet guy myself. I love it. Right. But let's again make this an analogy for life. If you don't know what your passion is, think about it like a buffet. You're going up there, you got a hundred different foods in front of you. And if you don't know what you want, you're gonna begin to try as many of these items as you possibly can. So let's relate that to life. Like if you don't know what your passion is at the moment. Start doing things, start trying things so that you can begin to narrow down what it is that you like. And then when you go back for your second plate and your third plate, for me, probably my fourth plate, 
you know, I've really identified, you know, that, that particular food that really is giving me some joy in that moment. And I think what you ultimately find here when you begin to try these things is you'll narrow down what exactly gives you your passion, you know, and that could be activities such as sports, health, education, traveling. I mean, who doesn't like to travel? So once you begin doing these things, you will find out what it is that you like. Now, here's another take on it. Okay. Maybe something else you can think about or do. So when you are at work or you're walking around, um, your neighborhood and you're seeing happy people, what do you think that means? Do you think that they're miserable? Of course, they're, you know, they're, they're happy. If they're happy, they've probably found their passion. Let's make this simple. What makes you happy? If you don't know what makes you happy, that's what you got to figure out. You have got to figure out what's going to make you smile. If you took your job as an example, are you happy going in or is this the I've got eight different bosses and I didn't get my TPS reports correct. And, you know, Lumberg's asking me to come in on the weekends again, or are you actually happy? Meaning you're now passionate about what you're doing, meaning you're actually going to put true work into making you and your employer better. Explore what makes you happy and then, Hey, write it down. Okay. Because even if you're busy, in your life at those moments, you can revert back to what you've written down and remember what made you happy. My guess is most people don't stick to one job out of college. They go from one employer to the next one to the next one in order to find that satisfaction, under, in order to find what makes them happy. I mean, Kevin, you work in the entrepreneurship uh, or teach it, you work in the business world, you know, do you, do you have any statistics on this? I mean, how many times do you think someone actually moves from job to job or actually stays with their first employer right out of college? Yeah. Like corporate America stats are like seven times. So, seven times. And, yeah. And in the millennial generation, they're, they're like doing seven, you know, and we don't know where they're going to stop. So, you know, they're, they're like, 30 years old, not even. So, and, and I, you know, I'm not 50 years old, but I still see this right now with, with the millennials in the fire service, they're going from one job to another, where if you would have gotten that same job 20 years ago, it was very rare to move from one fire service employer to another, but that's what we see right now. Yeah. I think, you know, people wrap up the job stuff w with success. I think that's a huge way that we define each other in this country uh, as far as successful versus not successful. It is like job title slash the salary that you make. And, um, you know, we talked a lot of, on Monday about my students and the things that we talk about. And so this is like day one stuff. I, kind of go around the room and we discuss, did you come to college to get a good job? Because someone in your life told you that th that's how you would become successful. And almost all of them agree to, to some version of that statement, like a parent, guardian, coach, guidance counselor, teacher, someone told me if I wanted to be successful, I had to go to college so that I could get a good job. And I then ask, did they ever ask you what it means to you to be successful? Because let's face it, I mean, being successful means 
a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Right. And so, and, and too often that's where this kind of like wandering through life comes from, which is we don't even know what the goal is. We we don't even know what we're going after. We, we, we change jobs to get a raise and manage more people because we think that means success to us but since we never defined it ever before in our own life then does that mean that you're successful and i think in a lot of instances i would argue against it but but real quick you just went down the idea of different versions of finding success right well i think ultimately it none of it ever well i shouldn't say none of it some of it may come back to the almighty dollar but a lot of it is truly what people become passionate about, right? Absolutely. So, so that could come with a $50,000 job that could come with a hundred thousand dollar job. It could come with a half a million dollar job, right? But people are going to change jobs or do different things until they ultimately find what they are passionate about. Right. And, and again, that, that definition of success resides in all of us in a different format. And so on Monday, we talked about the best saxophone player in the world had you told that 18-year-old saxophone player, would you define success, or maybe rather, how would you define success? I bet his answer would have been, if I could play the saxophone every day for the rest of my life and have enough money to support my family, that would be success, right? And so that's what he chose to do with his life. And now it worked out on the financial side where he's got like millions of dollars and that's awesome for him. But I don't, that doesn't make him passionate about playing the saxophone because he, he existed for 20 years as a professional saxophone player playing in bars, playing on the street corner, doing whatever it took to get the, the amount of money that he needed that month to take care of his family. And, in his mind, that was success. And so, you know, I think that's why it's important to try to define it. So guess what, Jason, I've got five ways for you to try to unearth that passion, which could help you find success. Are you ready to hear them? Let's do it. The first one is explore your interest. Try new things. Pick up new hobbies to discover what you're naturally drawn to or naturally good at. As we discussed on Monday, when you're good at something, it's really easy to become passionate about it, to become even better. Number two, reflect on your values. Consider what is most important to you. Maybe it's creativity. Maybe it's helping others. Maybe it's intellectual curiosity. Look for activities that align with these values and then pursue that as an education or a career or whatever it is that you're going to do while you're on this planet. Number three, evaluate your own skills. Identify right now what you're good at. What what are your strengths? And then look for opportunities to apply those in new ways that, that challenge you. Number four, seek feedback from others. So talk to your family, talk to your friends, go find some mentors, go on social media, 
and ask people what they think you are good at, what they have seen you enjoy in the past. Maybe they can open your eyes to a memory of something that you have kind of blocked out. You're like, you know what? I really did enjoy that. And last, number five, follow your curiosity. Trust your instincts. Pursue things that spark your interest, even if they seem totally unconventional, like filling your living room with bounce house balls and jumping off the second floor into it and putting the videos on YouTube. And the reason I say that is because right now my kids are obsessed with these guys who make these videos. They're all about 25 years old. And I saw that they pulled in $11 million last year on Mm. their YouTube content. And so no, no matter how, Uh, unconventional or unrelated it is to whatever you studied in college, you know, follow that curiosity. And that doesn't mean dump your whole career and, you know, fill your house up with jello, but it does mean, you know, just think outside the box. Um, And, and, and I would also, I would end with this to remember, you know, this does take time. And so be patient, but also be persistent. That's my advice. Great stuff, Kevin. And, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot to take in from there, but let me add one more thing before we close it out. And most people tend to gravitate towards the things that they think they're going to like. The last thing I would say on how to find your passion is actually try and venture out and do something that you never thought you would end up doing in the first place. Try something new, try something that scares you because ultimately you might actually like those things and then find a passion in them. So let's wrap this up. Here we go, guys. We're at the end of part two of our Finding Your Passions. We want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode. We'll be back and better than ever on Friday for another incredible interview with someone who's really found her passion in life. If you have 10 seconds, we would love for you to rate and review the show. This helps get the show to more people just like you. And if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah. Yeah.